what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. Although you might be a regular consumer of podcasts, if you're like most, you're just scratching the surface on how to enhance your listening experience. From the basics of what is a podcast to the features that you might want to look for in a new podcast player app, the brothers are here to assure that you don't miss a word. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.TV podcast network. My name is Alan Jackson. Over there to my right is Brian Jackson, my brother, my brother in tech. <laughs> Alan, that all works out. It just works. It, the show name just fits. Symmetry. It's all about symmetry. Yeah. How you doing, Brian? I'm good. I'm good. I am uh, I'm enjoying a nice beverage at the end of the day. And uh, yeah. Things are things are getting ready to get a lot better. Things, so. things are things are looking up uh, from from the rest of the day. So, yes, yeah, yes. we were just commenting beforehand. We've uh, we both kind of have had some days, and um, nothing nothing nicer than kind of being able to sit back and unwind a little bit, talk a little little fun tech, and yes, uh, yes. with a drink in hand with our with our sibling. So <laughs> that's good. No, well, this is good. This is Brothers in Tech, the show we get together where we we talk technology, but we really focus on personal or home and family technology. So every time we get together, we try to explore either a topic in technology to kind of serve as a little bit as a reference and a resource, uh, educational resource for anybody wanting to learn more about some of this personal technology you can get into and use in your everyday life. Uh, Occasionally, we'll have an episode where we recommend products and 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 uh, new apps or other services that you may want to check out that'll be coming soon but tonight we are going to dig into a topic and um this is going to be a topic i think is it should be pretty easy for us to talk about because it's going to be talking about podcasting which is what you are watching or listening right now to a podcast but we're actually going to talk about what is podcasting and from a listener or user standpoint, what are some things to understand or tools you can use to really get into the world of podcasting? Um, Alan, I'm but, sorry. Can I just can I just clarify? We're going to talk about podcasts on a podcast. On a podcast. We're going very People meta. That are listening to a podcast. We're going very meta today. We're going a couple levels <laughs> deep. So just kind of, it all works around. Hey, um, cheers. I am. I am all in. <laughs> you're all in. <laughs> so. Brian, I don't know about you, but when kind of you started getting into podcasting, but um, I was a pretty early adopter. I mean, I remember yeah, when the first we you started getting talked about, and I thought, "Oh, this is this is interesting. I kind of like this technology. I like this idea." And I started listening to podcasts pretty pretty uh, instantly once uh, mm-hmm. they started making themselves available, and uh, I haven't stopped. I still. My you know short drive into work in the morning, my exercise time is filled with podcasts. It's just what I listen to. I still love music, but when I'm actually got a longer period of time, you know, on a treadmill or in the car or you know, waiting somewhere for any period of time, I, normally a, a a podcast is what my my choice is for listening to. What about you? Is that where I, you're right now with podcasts? No, I w- I was I was not an early adopter. I was okay. someone who, when I got in the car, I still listened to radio, AM, yep. FM radio for a long time because I just, I guess I, I guess I was still someone that liked to be kind of surprised by what I was listening to, mm-hmm. right? Which, you know, I was also someone who liked to change channels a lot if I was watching TV and find a movie rather than saying, I'm going to go watch that movie. So for me, the whole streaming process, podcasts, streaming music, I was really, I was really kind of late to that, and maybe even not adopting it very well. wasn't really mm-hmm. kind of buying into it um, because I, I felt like it. I don't know. It removed some of the the stress relief that I used music or even talk radio for was not yeah. knowing what was coming, and um, but then podcast now, right? Completely, I've completely adopted into it, and that when I hop in, my phone connects. It's usually set to a podcast. I would say 80% of the time I'm in the car, it's a podcast rather than music. Uh, I still love music too, but 
for me, I, I want something taking me away from, <laughs> you know, my thoughts of other things. And sometimes having a discussion going on or an interview happening or a kind of interesting topic kind of does that for me, maybe even a little bit more than music. So, yeah. so now I've, I've bought in, um, you know, I, uh, I think that there's a great way in which you can kind of create that list of things that you're going to listen to to make it so that it's right up your alley. You know you're listening to something you like. Um, yeah. And it certainly keeps me from having to change the channel, which I was doing a lot. It's like, oh, no, no, I don't want to listen to that. I want to go to this. Yes. Yeah. So, well, so I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in now. Good. So Good. Well, let, let's kind of back up and we'll explain to everybody. I mean, let's, I, I, okay, you're listening to a podcast. So I assume at this point you at least know how to find and get into a podcast. But let's, let's back up for anybody else that may have just kind of, uh, maybe they stumbled on this, uh, listening to this uh, this episode yep. on a website or somewhere mm-hmm. else. And let's talk about what a podcast really is. Okay. Um, a podcast is, it's recorded um, audio files that you can listen to on a mobile device or on a computer device, anywhere with an internet connection. The thing that makes a podcast different than like, let's say just somebody recording a speech or a conversation and putting it up on the internet for people to listen to is that a podcast by definition is meant to be something that you can subscribe to. And by it being subscribed to means it's something that's episodic. There's multiple episodes or versions of this or chapters of this program that are going to happen. If you recorded a dialogue you had with a friend about a topic and you put it up on a website for people to listen to, that's not a podcast. By technical definition, it's not a podcast. That is just an audio file that somebody created that you can listen to. To make it a podcast means it's episodic. There are there are, it is designed to be something that's an ongoing. Doesn't have to be going on forever, but it has to at least be somewhat episodic, or or uh, something daily, weekly, monthly, whatever the frequency may time, be. Time driven, time based, yep. mm-hmm. and it needs to be something that you can subscribe to. So just like on a on a DVR, uh, Brian, on a television set where you can go in, let's say we both use YouTube TV, but even if you're on a more traditional cable uh, and you have a DVR capability, the idea of when you see a show that you want to, subs- to watch on a regular basis, you tell your DVR, hey, record every episode of this show because I'm planning on watching this show. That's the way a podcast works is it's the same notion. It's a subscribing to a show. So that when a new episode comes out of that show, it is automatically delivered to you. So you have it ready to listen to it. It does this all through a technology called RSS. And we don't need to get into the specifics of like what all that is, but RSS is a, is a, it's a, it's a protocol. It's a, it's a file type that basically allows you to subscribe to a show and then the people putting on the podcast, whenever they put up a new episode, that that feed, that RSS feed that you have subscribed to is then pushing the new episodes to your, your podcast player. And again, you don't need to know all that background stuff. It's just understanding that is what it is. I know uh, sometimes I get approached a lot about people that want to make a podcast and say, yeah, I got an idea. It's going to be a great conversation. It's going to be me and these guys. We're going to talk about this. I say, okay, well, then what after that? Oh, there's nothing after that. Well, no. Okay. Well, you, you didn't describe a podcast. You described just a nice audio conversation, streaming audio. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Podcast is you're subscribing. Think about a radio show um, on your radio, but you have a DVR for it. You actually have a recorder capability for it. If a, if a podcaster puts out a new episode on Mondays, you will have that episode possibly downloaded to your podcast app. That same day, you know, possibly, you know, just a few hours after they put it online. And then you can listen to it whenever you want to. But you you are always going to get that newer episode of that show if you are subscribed to it. So that's that's really what a podcast is all about. That's what makes it unique, episodic and subscription based. If you don't have okay. those two things in place, it's technically not really a podcast. Okay. So in terms of that operational definition, I have I'm asking for a friend here. All right. Mm-hmm. If you have something and no one subscribes to it, right. is it a podcast? So like if 
if, <laughs> if a bear's alone in the woods, you know, does a bear, right. Um, right. Or if yeah. a tree falls in the woods, is, anybody who actually is, it, is it really falling? I right? think is technically if you don't have any listeners, hmm. I, it falls in that weird area where maybe technically it's not a podcast. Um, Maybe I mean, just I'm, I'm just asking. I'm asking for a friend. This has nothing to do with you and I and our podcast, right? No, of course I'm saying not. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, we have um, no issues there. Yeah, I'm going to no. argue and say it is technically still a podcast. Okay, even if because you're producing a podcast, right? Yeah, Regardless of one. the consumption, you're producing a podcast. We put in the time, sweat, energy, equity into this, even if nobody's watching us. And damn it, we're going to call it a podcast. So, it's still a podcast. I agree. We absolutely made a podcast that's, okay. that's what we our goal was here no actually, so that's, you, you, that's you brought up a good yeah yeah you brought mm-hmm. up a good point i mean it's um the real key seems to be the subscription piece the idea that it is i mm-hmm. i can tell i can tell the system that i like this and it's going to continue to deliver it to me without me having to go and look for it right so you know me i've always kind of equated podcasts to magazines once you subscribe to the magazine and it starts coming without you having to tell it that you still want it. So it's now delivering on its time. And when it's ready, it's going to give it to you so that you can consume it, you know, however you want, right? The podcast, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the magazine can come in, they can come in once a week and you decide later, I'm going to go back and read these magazines, right? But the idea is you told them that you wanted it whenever new ones come out. The idea of subscribing to that magazine, as opposed to I go buy one off the shelf, right? And I have it. All I'm doing is consuming something from the website, like a podcast or a streaming idea from the website. But you're right. The subscription base is the is the key. And that's what's so beautiful about this model is that now we have a way of automating our delivery of content, right? Yeah. And making that delivery of content kind of fall in line with what we want. So, yeah, let's um, let me just kind of share. We're going to talk through kind of how you would go about getting into podcasting if you have not been doing that already. And again, I know this is kind of weird. We're, we're talking to people who are listening to a podcast right now, but um, again, we're going to kind of back up and just assume that maybe not everybody's uh, quite up on the ship. So you have a couple of different ways to find podcasts. So let's say you're, you know, you're on your computer or you're on your mobile device. Um, you can find and listen to podcasts generally through a podcast app an application. It can be one on your computer or it can be one on your mobile device or both. And I've just got the Apple podcast app pulled up because it is one that comes pre-installed with any Mac computer you've got and any new system on there. And I would say it's probably, uh, I haven't seen the stats lately in the last several months, but I know for a good while, it maybe still is, it is the number one way people are getting podcasts. I know mm-hmm. at least from a lot of our podcasts, that we put out through our company and network. Apple Podcasts is still far and away where 60% or more of podcast downloads are coming from is this Apple Podcast app. Um, so, But that's not the only way you can listen to a podcast. You could go and find a website that maybe the show you're interested in has put up. And there are ways for them to put players on the website where you can actually click play and listen to an episode. Uh, so you can still hear it. You can still hear the podcast. It does not really do the subscription to it, which is what, again, I think makes it a really makes a podcast a podcast. So it's hard to subscribe on a website to the podcast you want to listen to. That's mm-hmm. where these podcast apps are really meant and designed to do. So let me just kind of talk through what we're what we're talking about here. If I were to go to my podcast application on my computer or on my phone. Uh, depending on what app you're going to use, you know, you're going to find options to let you browse or discover or search for any new podcast or maybe real trendy podcasts or ones that kind of hot right now or ones that are on certain topics. So for example, here I am on the browse page of the Apple podcast app and I'm seeing just tons of different podcasts available to listen to. Now I think it's important to note that with an asterisk next to this podcasting is free to listen to, but there's an asterisk off of that because it's starting to evolve a little bit. But in general, for the most part, podcasting is still free. Anything I'm browsing right here, I'm looking at with different categories, different shows. Each of these icons is a different show I could listen to. Let's say I really wanted to get into, um, 
Oh, gosh. Where's one? Washington Post. Why not? If I just go to click into one, I see all the different uh, options I've got to listen to. Now, as I said, most are free. But uh, even just what I brought up right here is Washington Post, for example, has a post premium audio option where you can listen to their premium shows for a subscription, but all the rest are free. Yeah. So this is something that Apple has rolled out in the last uh, year. It's this idea of having higher quality premium level podcasts that you pay for as a subscription. Um, we're not going to dig too deep into that. That's still fairly new and not, not terribly common yet. But I do think that this is worth knowing that there's a good chance it's in coming. the years to come that it's coming. podcast yeah. is going to get a lot more monetized and we just need to be kind sure. of prepared for that. Yeah. But let's just say I just want to go into just, you know, the post reports. They're kind of standard news report podcast. And here again, this is the reason a podcast is a podcast is I have the option to subscribe or actually Apple calls it follow is the word they use now. They've moved away from the word subscribe and say follow. So if I were to click the follow button, I am now following or subscribed to this show. Every time a new episode comes out, you see there was one posted just says today. Uh, there was one on Friday. There was one on Thursday. So as new ones come out, if I am following or subscribing to this show, it is automatically going to download to my computer or my mobile app wherever I'm checking my podcast. And it's ready for me to listen to. Um, I have some of my podcasts here, like Ready to See, Ready Up Next, you know, ones I've downloaded or ones that I have coming up listening to. And a podcast app will also kind of give you some recommendations of ones that things you might like based on what it's seen that you've already been listening to. But if it's a uh, time for me to listen to a podcast and I've got my listen now up next, ready to go, I can simply press the play button and it is playing for me. Um, Brian, a little bit, what you were talking about, the idea of you sometimes just want to have like it roll into another podcast yep. or just have yep. it keep going. A lot of these podcast apps, if you say, I want to kind of go in order, let me start listening to one. It'll then go right to another unplayed episode of another show yep. in a kind of a sequential order based on the time when it was downloaded, which is nice. So if you just really don't care what you're listening to, you just want to listen to an assortment of your podcast. You can certainly do that. A lot of these apps will allow you to do that. Yeah. And then once it's been played, uh, your podcast app is generally smart enough to know it's been played. So I'm going to move it off the list and just leave for you the ones that have not been listened to that you've downloaded so far. Um, yeah. Yep. So that's, and of course yeah. that that's what a lot of these podcast apps will allow you to do is not only search for podcasts you're interested in based on categories or topics or keywords, but then subscribing or following that, that podcast to make sure this is now where you're going to listen to the ones you have downloaded uh, and listen to going forward. Yeah. Yeah. So again, going back to maybe the way I think about <clears throat> podcast, like a magazine being delivered to you, right? There are some that are daily. There are some things you're going to receive every day. That's important. Maybe you receive a newspaper every day and the newspaper probably needs to be read that day or very close to that day, right? You're not going to wait two weeks to read your newspaper, but you might receive the time magazine that is for the month and you're not as pressed to, to read it right away, right? The idea is these players are really good in that you can set them up to say, what thing do I want you to give me next once I finish reading the paper? <laughs> What's the next magazine that I want you to deliver to me or the next uh, article? So I love the fact that some of these players are really smart and you can dial them in a little bit. I have one um, that I've been using that you can say, you know, I want this one. I want to only save one episode of this uh, because maybe it's a daily thing. And so, for example, if I don't listen to it today, then I want you to delete it because I don't want to listen to a daily news thing two days later. Right. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but you might say that this particular one is more important than the others. So when that new one comes in of this, move it to the top of my play now. So it's the next thing that I listen to. Um, so I think I think there's it's really it's really nice. It's like having, you know, your your husband or wife in your house that basically takes all the mail and says, sorts it for you to say, this is, I know what you want to see next and gives it to you and say, here's what's happening, right? Here's what's coming. It's the curation 
of those things that becomes really interesting uh, to me. You know, it's one thing if they all came in in order and you had to listen to them in order and you got backed up and you still had to fight through the order of all these things. But the fact that these um, these podcast app can be smart and curate to you what you're going to listen to next based on what it knows you're most interested in or what's most timely or, you know, which comes next after a certain thing. Um, I think is really interesting. You know, the fact that this stuff can be automated, you know, yeah, and you and I've talked about automation and how automation is kind of the, the big thing in technology right now. We're trying to find ways in which things can do things for us that we don't have to remember to do, or we don't have to think mm. about doing that's what podcasts, uh, the beauty yeah. of it, right? Is it can go and get those things or have them delivered without you having to remember to go get it. And, uh, and, and you can enjoy them in that time. Yeah. So. I mean, for example, this is my playlist on my podcast app. And you know, you can see the one at the very top of the list was one that just came in today. Yep. It was, you know, dated Monday, August, April 11th. Just came in today. I didn't even have to go and tell it to download it. I didn't have to go and find that episode and, and load it up. I just had already subscribed to this show, so now every day a new one drops into my playlist. So if I were to go into my playlist and say, "Let's just start playing podcasts." It's probably going to start with that one at the top and go through the ones I've got in my list. Yeah. So uh, I don't, it's nice knowing that you kind of go through a one-time process. Well, an initial process of subscribing to the shows you're interested in. And then you just know every time you open up your podcast app, you're always going to have something new to listen to right? in those categories. Plus, depending on which podcast app you use, it may also be willing to recommend for you other shows based on what you're already subscribed to and listening to. Yeah. So it's a nice discovery method as opposed to just curating your own list as well. So yeah. yeah. Now, of course, me, I, I I panic a little bit looking at your list here, Alan, and think I would have to curate this a little bit more. And the reason being is exactly what you have there with the up first. So I listen to up first as well, right? It's great. It's daily, mm-hmm. right? But to me, you have it set up so that the new one came in at the top, which is great. Makes sense. That's what I do, right? If it comes in, I want to listen to the newest news thing. But you also still have the one that's two days old yeah. and it's still in the list, right? So think about this is one of the things I would tell people when you're creating your podcast, because it takes a little more effort up front. You want to, you want to make some of those decisions, dial your settings in so you don't get frustrated with podcasts. You might say, well, listen, something like a daily news, I don't want to listen to two days ago. So I don't ever want to listen to two days ago. So maybe I'll only have it so that it saves one at a time, always down the most downloads, the most new ones, newest one and gets rid of, you know, everything else after that. Yeah. So let's go in and check and see what you got here. Right. So you're looking at your settings, although it's a different window, unfortunately. Yes. Look, look at my settings. I don't have that shared, but yeah. yeah. And again, I'm getting a little deep into talking about this particular podcast app, but most podcast apps will allow you to, Yep. Choose your settings on how many episodes of a show you're keeping in your playlist ready to watch. So, for example, if you if it's a daily news show and you're right, I don't need to listen to if I didn't listen to the one from yesterday, I don't need you to don't go back in time it. and listen right. to it. I just want to listen to today. So I could set it to say, you know, for this particular podcast, only keep the most recent episode right. in my playlist. And that's it. So tomorrow... Tuesday's episode is going to download. And if I've still got Mondays in the playlist, it's going to move Mondays out of the playlist. So I only have Tuesday. That's the only one I'd be interested in listening to. Yep. So yeah, most podcast apps will allow you to do some functions like that. Let's actually talk, Brian, about some of the features of mm-hmm. podcast apps, because I think that's where things can get really interesting with how you enjoy your podcast. For the most part, what we've just talked about, you can do with any podcast yeah, app you get. Yep. You can subscribe to shows, you can find the shows, subscribe to them, and then normally you can order or organize how you're going to listen to those episodes and how many uh, episodes of a show you ever want to have at one time in your playlist. That's pretty common functionality. I think that pretty much for any podcast app you find will do that. And again, if you're a Mac, Mac or iOS, iPhone user, there's a built-in podcast app. It is one I use. I still like the Apple Podcast app. I know that people have some misgivings with it. Um, but there's one built in. There's also one built in on Android. Uh, there's other one, there's one available for Windows. You have a lot of different apps to use for listening to podcasts. But let's talk about what some of the features are that you may mm-hmm. want to pay attention to that can help your podcast experience. 
Um, Brian, you, we mentioned it just briefly, but playlists, creating playlists and managing playlists, I think is really important. Um, every podcast app is going to have a kind of up next or here's your library of your podcast episodes. But mm -hmm. what I love is being able to curate different lists and different podcast apps will let you do that or not. For example, on the Apple podcast app that I've got here, I have created smart playlists. So the idea being that if I have a playlist and I say, I only want my news podcast to go into this one smart podcast playlist, then I can go in and tell it, all right, anytime I, here's a list of all the podcasts I'm subscribed to. I want these seven that I believe are newsworthy ones dealing with news. I want those new episodes to automatically show up in this smart playlist. So the idea is that if I felt like, you know, one day, Hey, I'm, I just want to catch up on the news. I just want to hear news for a while. I don't want to hear any comedy or tech or anything like that. I can go into my news playlist, which is a smart playlist. It's automatically curated because I told it up front, only pull episodes from these seven shows. So I know I'm going to have a more filtered list of news related podcasts to listen to at one time, for example. Um, to me, I think that's really nice. I love smart playlists. I love more automated playlists. I like knowing that I have different ways to organize my podcast. So different podcast apps will allow you to do more organization or some smart playlist functionality. So that's something to check into if that's important to you uh, to make sure an app you choose to, to use for podcasting has that capability. Alan, can I just ask, because I don't use the, or I have not used the, the playlist, but I, I like the idea. So what you're suggesting is that um, you could hop into your car and you could do use a voice assistant, you know, Hey Siri on your phone that says play, play news playlist or podcast playlist. And mm -hmm. it would only been for your next drive or for as long as you tell it to go, it's playing from that playlist. So, you know, you're going to be getting news, news, news. Yeah. Or if you're really wanting comedy, you could say, play me my comedy playlist and it's getting all the newest comedy things. So Correct. I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. That. I mean, I, there's one mode of saying I just want to listen to any new episode of any podcast I've subscribed yep. to, and that, that's good too. But sometimes, you know, you get in your car, you're, you know, you're bummed out. You've been hearing the news all day, and you don't like the news <laughs> anymore. You want to hear something funny? Okay, we'll have a comedy playlist. Yeah, that if there's four or five shows that you subscribe to that are more fun and and comedic, you can have a playlist tagged for just those. Yep. And Apple does the Apple podcast app does a really good job of letting you create those smart playlists, just like it does for Apple music. It works the same way. A lot of podcast apps will do the same thing. Let you curate a playlist or maybe even create custom automated playlists. And I think that's yeah. just a feature to really kind of explore with the different, different apps you may have. Right. All right. Um, that's one feature. Mm -hmm. Here's, here's one that is also, I think at this point in time, pretty standard across podcast apps is playback speed. Yeah. So uh, believe it or not, if you're listening to a two hour podcast of people talking, um, you may want to see if you can speed through it a little, a little quicker. Maybe you want to hear it, but you don't want to put maybe a whole two hours into doing it. Most of these podcast apps and the Apple podcast app is no exception will allow you to play at variable speed. So you could go up to like one point, to 1.5 speed. So yes, they're going to sound like they're talking faster and it's going to be a little quicker pace. But if it's the kind of uh, content that you can listen to and absorb even at a, at a faster playback speed, then you are saving a lot of time. You're taking yeah. a two hour podcast episode, maybe you can get down to an hour and a half uh, or an hour 20, which is that's time saved. So I know a lot of people who do listen to faster speed podcasts. I personally don't. But I definitely I see either. the value right. in it. I understand mm -hmm. why people would, especially if you're listening to a podcast where the speaker is a fairly slower paced speaker and just, you know, uh, maybe takes a lot of pauses, a lot of, uh, you know, waiting time, maybe playing it back at a one and a half or close to two speed uh, might, might work okay for you. Most yeah. of the podcasts I listen to, it's multiple people talking. When I try to do it at a faster speed, I, I sometimes find myself getting lost, but it is a feature I think that's nice to have. So, so Brian, you don't listen to anything. I do not. I'm, I'm, no, I'm kind of at the the point. I, I'm sure I could get used to it. Yeah. But given that I don't, the moment I hear it going faster, it just 
freaks me out a little bit. Okay. So I don't I'm think I've given way. myself an opportunity to really uh, uh, learn how to kind of not be concerned about that. You know, I, I get a little bit more of the chipmunk feel where I'm just mm-hmm. feeling like it's going way too fast. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say that there are times where I wish, you know, my podcast would move forward a little bit, but I don't want to, I don't want to just continue to scan forward. I want to, you know, I want to listen to it, but it is taking a lot of time. So yeah, I can see, and I do know some people that listen to everything on a one and a half speed or, you know, a 1.2 speed. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, then let me tell you about another feature that may help your particular situation. We don't want to listen to it double speed, but we would like to maybe kind of zip through them a little bit quicker and maybe uh, not have as much, slow pauses or, or, or time in, in between people talking some podcast apps, the Apple podcast app does not do this, but I know other ones do. I believe overcast is one that does this yes. and several others where it can trim out automatically any quote dead air. So just imagine you're listening to someone who is a speaker and maybe they take some very long intentional pauses in between sentences or, or so forth. These podcast apps that have this feature are kind of, kind of pre-scan the file in a way and are eliminating longer gaps of silence. So basically you're going to hear constant dialogue as opposed to a line of dialogue. And then maybe pauses for a little bit, maybe some dead air for a little bit. It's trying to help you. Now it's not going to speed it up as much as a playing it back at one and a half speed or double speed will do, but it does trim up some of that downtime and some of that, you know, uh, those pauses that people could have when they're podcasting. So I like that, that I have no problem with that. I could totally listen to and do, even though I I don't want to listen to somebody's voice sped up. I don't mind hearing pauses taken out of the, uh, of the playback. So, yeah. So you, you mentioned overcast overcast is what I use now. And, and I, and I love it. There's a number of the things that I like uh, about it uh, better than, maybe the Apple podcast for myself, but one of those is that smart speed. And and it is something, and this is kind of the beauty of that sort of feature is when you don't know that it's happening, mm-hmm. right? And Overcast actually does a nice job where if you go in the settings and you scroll down to the bottom, it'll say, uh, by the way, you've saved 10 minutes on your podcast <laughs> over the last X number of time, because you honestly don't know. And it cuts out, it does it in a very you know effective way to where you don't want to know that it's cut things out. Right. You don't you want it to be natural. You want to be listening and go, hey, I don't know if you cut anything out or not, because it doesn't sound any different than you didn't know mm-hmm. what it was supposed to sound like to begin with. And so that's the the beauty of uh, something like Overcast or one of the other uh, the apps that will do this is yeah, it cuts it out for you. You hopefully don't recognize it. It hopefully doesn't sound any different and um, kind of makes it so that uh, it's nice and fluid. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's one. That's one effective one. Good. Absolutely. I agree. Um, some podcast apps have features where they will do a little bit of um, EQ equalizing work on the actual audio file itself to try to make the voice sound as, as, as enriched as possible, kind of an audio boost feature. Um, some will do this. I, I think it's kind of hit or miss whether I feel like it really works as well. The ones I've heard. And it's a little bit of personal preference on how it sounds too, but um, it is true that, you know, because podcasting is a format is a medium that a lot of people can get into very easily, fairly inexpensively. It does mean the quality of what you're hearing audio wise out there is going to vary widely. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're listening to a podcast put on by a major media outlet, yes, it's going to sound really good and professional. If you're hearing, couple of guys recording something you know, in a garage, you know, uh, the quality may be all over the place. It may not be that great. Um, so sometimes when you have a podcast app that specifically has a feature to enhance the audio from people's voices, it can make a good difference and make you actually like enjoy listening to it a little bit more. So Sure. Yeah. And, you know, just think if you're, if you're someone that listens to podcasts now and you find yourself having to turn the volume up in your car at different levels based on the podcast, then this is something that potentially can equalize that for you. And Alan, this used to be an issue, uh, what, 20 years ago with with music files, where mm-hmm. sometimes you were listening to a music and going, why do I always have to turn that album way up or that CD way up? And the other ones are crazy loud because they are all recording them at different levels, right? And then stereos got really smart and saying, hey, by the way, 
when you, you want to turn on this feature where we keep everybody at the same volume level so it sounds at the same volume level it's the same idea right and that's same idea it's really yeah. slick yeah especially with and i would say especially with speech it's even more important i think than the music because for me speech is often really hard to hear my ears aren't the greatest uh, and I oftentimes have to turn it up. And then if you've got somebody that's really pointed with their voices, all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I think this is, uh, that's a good feature to have. Look for something like voice boost or voice equalization or, you know, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. The last feature uh, of some podcast apps I want to kind of point out, and it gets a little, little more technical here, but when you subscribe or follow a podcast and you say, I want to have that new episode on my device every time it comes out every day, um, it is technically downloading that file to your, your device by default, meaning the actual audio file is being downloaded, taking up room on your device. And that's the reason they do that. Instead of you streaming it is because that way you can listen to it anywhere you want to not to worry about it. So if I down if if I sync up or go to my podcast app and it downloads new episodes for me automatically, I could technically be disconnected from the internet and still be listening to those episodes because it's downloaded them to my device. The problem with this is that if you're on a device where storage space is a little bit of a premium, let's say you went out and subscribed to twelve different podcasts and they're putting out episodes every couple of days, each of them. It is going to eat up a lot of download space or a lot of space on your device if you're not careful. Yeah. So I really encourage podcast apps where you can kind of control how mit, how much is downloaded to your device and how many episodes you keep downloaded on your device at one time. So, for example, a lot of them will let you say only keep downloaded uh, five episodes at any given time on this show. So if you've downloaded five and then a sixth one comes in and you haven't listened to any of them yet, it's going to kind of weed out the oldest one or get rid of the download for that one and just keep five of the most recent ones for you. And again, that's mainly because it's just helping you manage your storage. I mean, some people who have phones without a lot of storage space on it, last thing you want to do is find out your podcast app is actually eating up all of your available space and you're not able to take photos or videos with your phone because the podcasts are eating up everything. So yeah. I do think making sure it's a podcast app that lets you have some control over how many downloads you have at one, any one time on any given show. So it doesn't yeah. just take over your space completely. Yeah. Can I, can I add to that, Alan? Because another yeah, sure. important piece uh, within the same vein is if you are someone that has, that does not have unlimited cellular data, Mm-hmm. I want you to think about what podcasting does or what podcasting apps will do. If you you say you've gone in and really curated your podcast app well, because you you want it so when a daily podcast comes out, that you get it, that you get it front and center, uh, ready to listen to. But also if you're, you know, your monthly podcast that happens to be a three-hour podcast, mm-hmm. that that gets downloaded when it comes out as well. And then if you don't listen to it, it's going to go down the brand new one. As you said, there's an issue. You could go in and say, I want a max of, you know, three gigs of podcast downloaded any time. But if you're someone that's listening to uh, daily podcast, then think about what that means. It could be downloading five gigabytes today. And then tomorrow we have a new one where you've already told it, I want the new one. So it's going to de- delete the ones from before and download five more because it's looking for the brand new things, right? So even though you told it to go get it, even though you told it you don't want more than five gigs, it's going to continue to get a regular five gig download. So what I would also say is pay attention to your phone setting. So if you're someone who does not have unlimited uh, unlimited data, which uh, it sounds barbaric that you don't, but if you do not have unlimited data on cellular, go into your phone and tell it to turn off cellular data for the podcast app. So the podcast app will only go and download stuff when you're on Wi-Fi and you're not paying mm-hmm. for it. So, if, you know, I have mine, for example, set up every morning at 5 a.m. It goes and gets the most recent of all of my podcasts that are out there, grabs them, downloads them, because I know I'm at home. I know my phone is on Wi-Fi. I know it can get it without any data. Now, I don't have a data issue. I have unlimited data, so I don't really worry about that throughout the day. But I certainly don't want it constantly, constantly tapping in and potentially, you know, uh, slowing down the rest of my my phone, having issues throughout the day. So, and if I was paying for data, 
I certainly would not want it spending my data downloading things that I may not even listen to that might get deleted for a brand new episode coming afterwards. So so just yeah, pay true. attention that this is something that is a regular download if you set it up that way. So it's true. I would probably turn off the cellular data if you're paying for it. So. Good point. No, that's a great point. You're right. Um, one thing I didn't mention too is, is uh, a little bit of on a feature side. So a lot of podcast apps that you can get for listening to podcasts, most of them are mobile. Most of yeah. the ones you find are meant for mobile devices. But if you're someone like me, where I can occasionally want to listen to my podcast on my computer, as well as on my phone, whether or not you can sync your podcast subscriptions across multiple devices is something kind of important as well. It may not be important to you. You may say, look, my phone is the only device I'm going to listen to these podcasts on. So that's fine. You're good. But if you do have multiple devices, the Apple podcast app, you know, again, one of the reasons I like using it is it does sync up with my iCloud account. So any device I've got with my iCloud stored on it, it's going to sync up all of my podcasts and listening. So Imagine I'm on my phone, I've listened to the latest episode of one of these shows, or I'm halfway through the episode, and then I go to my computer, if I were to yeah. go play that episode, it's going to pick it up where I left off on my phone, because it's kept everything in sync. So I like that a lot. It may not be essential for a lot of people, but it's really essential for me. So any podcast app I use, I need to know that I can sync it between multiple devices so that way I'm not limited to just listen to my podcast on one device. Um, yeah. Now, again, that's going to be a problem for some, because even like you mentioned, we, we talked about overcast and it's a great, great app, but there's not a desktop version of it. Right. So yeah. if you go with a, one of these really great uh, uh, podcast apps, you may be limited to mobile devices only for listening to it. Yeah. So but if that sure works for you, that that's fine. Yeah. Make sure you're someone that doesn't mind having your phone with you on your office desk playing that, or if you're someone who wears headphones all the time, you're okay with playing through your, your phone as opposed to your, your computer, which is what I do, right? If I'm going to listen to podcasts at work, I know my phone is there. I tend to wear headphones while I'm working. If, you know, if I'm going to listen to something and I can listen to you from my phone, but you're right. It's great. That's one of the reasons I did like having the Apple podcast app is I could pull it up as part of my computer, play through the computer, and I know it would pick up where I left off on my on my uh, my phone. Yeah. Alan, I want to add to that. You talk about devices. For me, it is also important that you're, if you're someone who wants to be able to potentially listen to your podcast through your watch, that you have something that may also have a watch app. And you and I have talked about it before. It's never worked well. Podcasting, our podcast download to your watch have never worked very well. Um, I will say I'm I'm at least more impressed with the Overcast Watch app than I am the Apple Watch app. So okay. for those that haven't done this before, remember we talked about uh, on a previous episode that you can have podcasts download to your watch so that therefore you could take off uh, on a run, have your wireless headphones in that are connecting to your watch and just listening to the podcast from the, the watch itself, not have to carry your phone. But we mentioned how most podcasts are too long to where it takes too long at the last minute to go and download it. So I'm getting ready to walk out the door. I want to go for a run. Shoot, I don't have anything downloaded and it takes too long to do it. Oftentimes the watch has to be on a charger in order for it to download. It's got it's just really wonky. It doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Uh, Overcast is a, has a one feature that I really like is that I pull up the watch app. And it tells me there's a little a little button, a little uh, sync button in the top left that automatically you click. So it will sync and say, I need to go look and see if there's anything more recent. At least mm -hmm. I know is something there that I need. Can I download it? Can I go ahead yeah. and start that? So um, that's something that I hope is going to get better in the future that you can look at your watch and say, just download that really quickly. And hopefully the files maybe will get shrunk. Maybe there's a sure. smaller version that could go with it. Um, but when you are looking for a podcasting app, think about all the ways in which you might want to use the podcast, where you might want to listen to it, how whether you want it curated, whether you want it faster speed, all these things, all these factors that would play into you having a better enjoyment uh, of that experience. So, and I think yeah. the, uh, the watch could be one of those. So. 
Well, the most important tip I would give anybody um, listening to podcasts is make sure you subscribe to Brothers in Tech podcast, as you I see that, that's over really here cool. on the side, right in the middle mm-hmm. of the screen there. Um, that's important. I think that's, that's a, to me, probably the number one tip I try to tell everybody when they get into podcasting is right, I think right. this is a show you subscribe to. And yeah. um, I mean, I, I'm not exactly sure why you wouldn't really. I mean, I, <laughs> it should, I've written Apple to ask, can we have it preloaded on people's right. computers I mean, it, and devices? Because it should be. It should, it should be. be. I think it's yeah. essential. Essential listening. You buy an iPhone and Brothers in Tech comes on that iPhone. You know, right. the previous like year of downloads are already there. It's yeah. us and you two. Those are the things that are like getting downloaded automatically <laughs> to people's phones. That makes sense to me, you know, so. Um, <laughs> all right. So, I mean, so that's podcast and some of the features you can get on an app. There are a lot of great apps on there, Brian, we've mentioned a couple already that we've have used. Um, and, you know, we've mentioned Apple podcasts. If you're on an mm-hmm. Apple device, again, I feel like probably getting started in podcasting is probably your easiest route to get into. Um, if you're not really wanting to fiddle with a lot of unique, go out and exploring and getting different downloadable apps, your Apple podcast app is going to be fine. Uh, Google has a Google podcast app that comes with all Google devices. It's very easy to use as well. So the functionality is there. It may not have all the bells and whistles you can get with other apps, but it's going to do the job. Yep. When you get outside of that, there's a slew of other apps and they all do the same thing. I think that's what's important to note is it's not like if you go use down uh, overcast for your podcast app that somehow you're limited to certain podcasts or you're not able to get uh, to the same library of podcasts that Apple does. No, it's, it's they're everywhere. So it does not really matter which app you use to listen to these podcasts. You will be able to get to all of them and listen to them just like you could anywhere else. It's really more of a matter of what features are important for you to listen to and your the way the user interface is of the app, which one is easier to use, right. which one do you just like the look of? All those things, that's really the judgment call. But you would be able to get Brothers in Tech on any podcast app. You can get the Washington Post one I just showed on any podcast app. It's just a matter of how you're choosing to to listen to it. Yeah. And and Alan, I maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, which I'm sure you will. The right now that's the case because we have not reached the saturation <laughs> of the pay model. Yeah. I sure. mean, I think about this from 10 years ago, right? Cable, if you bought cable, it didn't matter if you bought it from Comcast or from someone else, you were still getting NBC. You were still getting these other things. You're all accessing mm-hmm. it. You're just accessing it through a different platform. Now look at the streaming services. Well, if you want you know, a particular show, you have to have Netflix for it. You want this particular show, it's only available on this. You want this particular channel, it's only available on Hulu. This particular channel is only available on YouTube. So I do think as we get to the paid models, eventually we'll get there to where you say, oh, you know what? Actually, Overcast only has is the only one that has that podcast, which will be a bummer. It would be a major bummer. Um, and I'm sure things like The Mesh and some of these places are going to be better about not selling out to one particular one unless they pay us a lot of money. Well, um, you know, I mean, but I know, think that it's getting close, right? It is getting close. I mean, you know, let's take let's take the number one podcast out there is Joe Rogan. The Joe Rogan experience was the number one downloaded podcast for quite a while. Spotify Spotify bought it. They bought it. So you have to be a Spotify user to listen to that podcast now. Yep. Yep. You cannot get that feed anywhere else. Now that, that is contradicting a little bit what I just said two minutes ago, where I said, Oh, any app you use, you can get any show. Yep. Yes. You can get any publicly accessible show on any podcast app. But you're right. They are going to be moving more and more of these programs, especially the really popular ones, to a particular platform. And meaning you have to use that platform to get to that show. Yeah. So Spotify does podcasting now. It's been known for music primarily, but it is now offering podcasting and they got the Joe Rogan show. So if you're a fan of Joe Rogan, that is the only way you're going to listen to that podcast. Um, there haven't been that many other unique deals yet, but it's still early. The biggest thing is what I kind of alluded to earlier with uh, Apple. Again, I'm going to kind of pull up the uh, the podcast app once once more on this. Is they have started? If you notice, when you go into search for shows, this example is you know MacBreak Weekly, one of the shows I listen to. 
There's a now a extra tab there that says if you want to listen to the ad-free audio version of the show, you can pay $2.99 a month. And what it's going to do is it's going to kind of modify the subscription feed you're listening to to make sure you're always getting a downloaded version of the show that has all the ads taken out. Podcasting is still primarily ad supported. So you've either got people on the podcast reading ads or, or talking about sponsors or something else to make up for the revenue they're not getting. But with this model that Apple's introduced and others are going to be doing it too. spot stitcher radio already has a yep. premium stitcher where like uh, you get certain shows available without ads. If you're a premium subscriber. So those models are happening. It hasn't got to the point quite where you have to pay per episode for a big popular download or, or podcast, but I could see it getting there. Uh, before too long as well. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. I think so. And and maybe I would just mention to people that the the things right now that people are trying to charge for, one is ad-free, two is early access, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're someone who really wants it right when it comes out, some people will say, well, if you're a member, you can get it the first day or the second day or the first week. Others will have to wait a week for it. Yep. You know, if you're okay waiting, great. No problem, right? Um other things, maybe a, uh, maybe there's some episodes that they'll throw out that are for subscribers only, for yes. paid user only, right? We haven't really talked about video, but, you know, video is also, as we're showing now, video is kind of a version of podcasting. Um, I think most people are still listening audio only, but yeah. that's maybe another thing to think about. Are you someone who wants to watch video podcast? So therefore, you may want computer access to it as opposed to phone access if you're if you're doing mm-hmm. that. But just keep in mind, right now, there is there's so many podcasts out there that you could explore that are free. Don't go buying into things just because you think that one comes out earlier or faster. There are other options and really kind of explore that. Let's 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 keep podcasting for a while, at least (laughs) open access and that we get a lot of people uh, access uh, accessing these things so that when the model actually turns to a paid model, that it is an appropriate paid model as opposed yeah. to a model that's being taken advantage of by one company. So, uh, Well, here's my appeal to everybody, Brian, on that note, is if you really want to support a podcast you're listening to and you want to make sure it can stay, quote, free, um, listen to the ads. And if it's yeah. a product that you could use or want, you, they normally will give you a, a, either a code or a promo code or a reference this show when you, when you go to buy that product. Doing that um, is what helps these podcasts kind yeah. of stay self-supported as if their advertisers are getting benefits from it. So that's one way you can help. And it might help stave off the eventual monetization that's going to happen. We know with this, with this medium, we're trying to enjoy the heyday of it now (laughs) before we know in the coming years, it could start to go into a much more restrictive path. So, yeah, I love the format. I love the openness of it. Of course, the fact that I love creating podcasts and putting them out on the network means I I really kind of am in tune on this quite a bit. Um, But I just love the format. I love the, I love the, um, what's the word? Is it, democratization of media. I think the mm-hmm. fact that anybody with fairly simple resources could actually start a podcast, it may not be a good one, but uh, you know, you can at least create one. You have that capability when people do have something really good and interesting to say or information to share or dialogue to have the fact that you could get it out to a very large audience in a matter of hours uh, with fairly minimal lift on the technology side to me just makes it a fascinating platform. It's why I love yep. it so much. Um, and at the fact that right now I could go on a search and find a podcast on pretty much any topic I could imagine mm-hmm. allows us and where you couldn't do that with terrestrial radio. You, you couldn't have a show right. on underwater basket weaving because it would be an audience of, you know, one or two people. So they're not going to do it, but a podcast, heck yeah, put out a podcast about that topic and you may have a small following, but if that small following is worth it to that podcaster to get to reach then that works. So right. I love the, what it does for the media landscape. And I'm just, that's why I'm such a big fan of the format. So yeah, it's like the direct to direct to consumer direct to user mm-hmm. model, right? It was worth yeah. creating it so that people who want it, get it. And people who don't want it, don't get it. And it's not blasting it out to AM radio to all these places where no one 
might gather it. Um, yeah. This is direct to direct to consumer. So I think uh, I agree with you. It's, it's great. Um, and uh, and I think probably, as you said, the most important thing we talked about was that they should subscribe to this podcast. So yes. if they're not already. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's the takeaway. Is that I right? mean, that really is the number one takeaway. That's, I think right. if anybody's right. writing things at home, notes on this, which I hope mm-hmm. you all are, um, it's subscribe to the show if you're not already subscribed. Right. If you're already subscribed, I think the next best thing you could do is go forcibly to someone else's phone or computer and subscribe to the show for without them knowing. Oh, absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. whether they know it or you just kind of force them to do it, however, yeah. for whatever means you you deem necessary to do. Yeah. Um, I think that's really the goal for for this whole episode we're trying to get across. Yeah. I I I'm totally in agreement. Yep. I'm totally then, in agreement. You're just helping us not have to start charging you guys. For <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If you want to try a lot of these apps, download a bunch of apps that also subscribe <laughs> to this episode, this particular podcast. So you might have 10 streams coming to your phone, but yet you can listen to them in all different ways. Right. And you can really listen, test our test our, you know, our thoughts. I'll, I'll do you one better. Benefits of these. Go to your AT&T store or Apple store Buy maybe let's say a dozen phones. Right. And then right. on each phone, download about 10 to 12 podcast apps. And then on each of those apps, subscribe to the show. That's where I think we start to see a real difference. Mm-hmm. When that starts to happen, I think, uh, I think we're really, we're, we're keeping Smart. those, we're keeping those, uh, that money hungry advertising model off our plate for a good while. So that's right. So. Damn Thanks for man. doing that. Thanks Damn in advance man. for doing that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah. Keep the man, keep the man down. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, in all, all right. seriousness, I hope this was a good primer. Again, we're probably preaching to the choir here. I, th- I, I guarantee a lot of people listening, pretty familiar with podcasting, but hopefully there was some information here that maybe gives you a little more insight as to what uh, the podcasting world looks like right now. And really, when you're looking at a podcast app, what are some neat features right now that you can keep in mind uh, when, when choosing the right one? Again, there's a lot of great ones. So just because we mentioned Apple Podcasts and Overcast, that's not the only two, and we're not saying that those are the best two out there for you. There's a lot. You just have to do a little little searching and see uh, what options are out there. But um, check reviews. Make sure you know it's a good it's a good podcast app before you get too heavily invested in it. But there are some really great models that do some great great things. So yeah, that's right. good. Good. All right, Brian. Well, if anybody has their own thoughts about podcasting recommendations or whatever, how can they uh, how can they get a hold of us about this? Well, you can send us an email at uh, mm-hmm. info at the mesh TV. So info at the mesh.tv. Yep. And, you know, I was thinking about, Alan, in, in line sure. with this podcast, why don't we say that we will send you an email mm-hmm. back if you email us? We'll send you an email that tells you how to read emails. I mean, I figure like that's the mm-hmm. model we have right now, right? All we'll, right. We'll, yeah, yes. we'll give them a podcast about how Perfect. to listen to podcasts, an email about how to read emails. And yeah, I don't know. We can come up with this whole model that just well, right, look, speak to the choir. Right? If people are watching this video right now on Facebook, we're going to do an episode on how to join on- Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry, right. right. perfect. Those of you watching us on Facebook Facebook. right now, let's talk about how to how, how to, to how to start Facebook. using Facebook. Right. <laughs> Um, I yeah, love it. I mean, I love that it. can be our whole models. We're basically just teaching people something that they already know how to do. We'll have a new podcast. It'll be called like, duh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, duh. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> you go. Yeah, I like it. Oh, I love um, it. I love it. You're about right, to say our website, also, by the way. You can also go to our website. Sorry, I got I got distracted. Okay. And, and we will teach you how to browse websites um, at www.brothers-n-tech.com. Today, the Brothers of Tech teach you how to hop on the World Wide Web. Good. I love it. We have a whole model we can explore here. I think we've got the next year already planned, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right, how to turn on how to turn on a computer. <laughs> so. That's right. Come to this website after you've gone on your computer and we'll teach you how to turn on your computer. Yeah, I like Perfect. it. Love it. All right. All right. Well, Good. we are going to go ahead and wrap it up for tonight. So thanks everybody for watching and or listening to our episode on podcasting. And uh, like Brian mentioned, email and website are available for us to hear back from you if you have any questions or thoughts. We will be back shortly within a week or so with another episode, another discussion topic. I know we'll have a Brothers in Tech suggestions episode coming up before too long. 
So it was always fun for that. Um, Brian, I'd already got my suggestion picked out. I'm way in advance, but I've already got it picked Ooh. out. I'm excited about it. Ooh, it's going to be a fun okay, one. Well, that's a challenge now. Now I'm going to have All to right. really think about it. I'm this. throwing down the gauntlet. I've already got a great recommendation to throw on the table. So, yeah. All right. We'll look forward right, to man. that here coming up soon. But thanks, everybody, for watching or listening tonight. And we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.